Hi everyone, this is Julia and I'm here with my dad. Jeff, how are you? We're the co-founders of Peach and Prosperity and we are back for our second episode in this pop-up season featuring the stories of small businesses and organizations around Atlanta during this uncertain time. So we are really pleased to have with us the co-founders of IndieCraft Experience Shannon and Christy, and we're also joined by our friends Eugene, David, and Dexter with a studio audience virtually via Zoom. So grateful to be with all of you and thank you for joining us for this important conversation. We wanted to start, um, Christy, if you could kick us off, to learn a little bit more about how the two of you met. Well, Shannon and I are both artists um, slash crafters, and uh, we met in 2004 at Youngblood Gallery um, when they were back at their original location in Grant Park. Um, they had a monthly craft market called Craftwork, and we were um, both vendors that night across the room. We noticed each other's stuff. We got to chatting. Uh, by the end of the night, we were swapping a necklace I had made and a shirt that Shannon had made. And then we've just been friends ever since. That's beautiful. Shannon, do you want to add to that at all? Um, yes, we, we became really good friends that night. That first night, I could tell that Christy was going to be a great friend, and we jumped into business um, in January of 2005. <laughs> so that fast, from October of 2004, um, we saw each other a couple of times um, over the course of the rest of the year, and then decided we wanted to um, create our own market in Atlanta. So we met up in January of 2005 and started planning. Same, same, similar question though. How did you get started? Um, so at the time we were both participating in markets around Atlanta. We were both making things, um, but there were other markets happening in other cities with a slightly different aesthetic. Um, and we wanted to create something that was similar to the Renegade Craft Festival, which started in Chicago. Um, there was also another show created by the Austin Craft Market, Mafia, sorry, um, in Austin. And we wanted to bring something that felt similar to the Atlanta area. We thought that a lot of people would appreciate that. So we, um, we actually came up with our name sitting on the patio of Elmere in Little Five Points, um, drinking margaritas. Um, and we just kind of jumped into it and had our first um, event June of 2005. Um, Atlanta has so many amazing neighborhood festivals, um, but we wanted to create something that had, like Shannon said, a different aesthetic to it and um, to open things up to a, a wider variety of artists. I know I've enjoyed going to your festivals and just the energy and creativity that's in the room is really inspiring and it's been fun to follow you all on social media. For those who don't know, can you say in a sentence or two, you know, a summary of what it is that you all do, what is the service that you offer to your amazing fans? 
Yeah, our, um, our number one mission is to provide opportunity for artists, crafters, makers, um, as well as vintage vendors, because we just both really love vintage, um, but to provide them with an opportunity to sell what they've created um, directly to the public face to face. So, you know, selling things in shops is awesome. And obviously selling online is awesome as well. But um, there's nothing that can replace, you know, meeting someone face to face and being able to, you know, touch things and feel them and to hear the story behind them, how the artist came up with the concepts. Um, so our, our goal is to put artists face to face with shoppers, basically. That's great. And you both touched upon this a little bit, but if you could expand, why Atlanta? What is special about this city to the two of you and launching here and maintaining such a strong presence? I think first off, Christy and I are both at na native of Atlanta. So that is unique. So we were both born and raised here and we really care a lot about the city. And I think that we have such a diverse creative crowd here in Atlanta. There's so many great makers and crafters and um, curators of vintage and artists. So it's a great, it's a great environment for what we do. And I think people really like to support, you know, the shoppers themselves just love to support creative endeavors. So we try to make our markets uh, super fun. It's, um, you know, the point is to come shop, but we also, we have a DJ and we have shopping bags that we give out to people when they first arrive. And, um, you know, throughout the years, we've had different um, other activities with the markets just to make it, you know, a fun activity, especially during the holidays when people like dread doing their holiday shopping. Um, but they can come to one of our events and have fun and spend time with friends um, and shop at the same time. What's a what's a fond memory of your business so far? What what stands out? It's <laughs> always a tough question. For me, it's developing relationships with our with our makers. Um, we have such a great community of makers and getting to know them. I mean, we have some some people that we've known for over fifteen years now, and that's really special. Shoppers too. We we've become friends with some of our shoppers. Yeah, we have um we have one shopper. Her name's Anita, and um she has been coming to our events for years. And I always like would spot her and say hello, but I um only in like the last years so I have gotten to know her better. And um, she always has like the coolest outfits on. And um, last year, I guess I became friends with her on Facebook at some point. Last year, she posted that she was going to go to the Brooklyn Museum for one day. She lives here in Atlanta. Um, to go see the Frida Kahlo exhibit um, that was there last year. And anyone that wanted to join her, you know, was welcome. So Shannon and I went to New York for the day with this group of ladies that um, most of them shop our events and we got to know them really well. And it was so much fun just to get to know people that like, they kind of know us because they've been attending our event and following us on social media. Um, and we got to know them in this like super fun, unique, I had never been to New York for just one day before. So it, it felt like we discovered a portal or something. <laughs> so it was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's amazing because you have these offline experiences and the ability to connect online. And we're seeing that right now, how many friendships are being 
kindled or re rekindled. Um, you know, it's a, a plus of this uncertain time. And we wanted to ask both of you, you know, you, you do rely on in-person events so much. So talk to us about how you're pivoting, how you're changing your model at this point. I think right now our biggest focus, we're kind of um, just in a holding pattern because um, we had to uh, post, we called it a postponement, but I mean, at this point it might just, cancellation might be a more accurate word. We had to postpone our spring market, which was in March. And then we had really high hopes for our summer market, which is in June. But at this point, you know, who knows? We don't, we're not even sure. Um, so we're in kind of this weird holding pattern. But in the meantime, since we, we can't really plan so well, we're just trying to um, highlight all the creative people that we know because we know so many. Um, and so we've, over the past, um, I think like 12 years, we have produced um, shopping bags that had a design created by an artist on them. Um, so we work with a different artist for each event and we realize we have this amazing stash of um, line drawings from these swag bags. So we've been posting them on our website as downloadable coloring sheets that people can have fun with at home. Um, and then we've started doing um, some video um, chats with friends of ours. So we interviewed our, um, our hairstylist a couple of nights ago and he showed everyone how to trim their bangs. Um, and then we interviewed a friend of ours last night who um, showed us how to make a meal, like just from what you can find in your pantry right now. So we have so many creative friends and we're just trying to like showcase them and give people interesting content to look at while they're stuck at home. It's <laughs> cool. That's great. Shannon, would you like to add to that at all? Um, we're also using this time just to think forward because we don't know what it's going to look like on the other side of this. So we're sticking um, we're doing some brainstorming and staying in touch and lots of FaceTime and just coming up with different ideas. So staying positive for the future. Yeah, absolutely. From a community perspective, um, how can we support you? You can tune in to some of our uh, video chats. We can encourage people to do that to support some of the creatives. Um, we still have our vendor list on our website with our spring vendors, and those are linked directly to their website. So shop virtually with our spring market vendors. And to just, you know, plan to spend a lot of time with us in the fall. <laughs> um, you know, we are very hopeful that our fall and holiday events um, will be, you know, as grand as ever um, and you know we're hoping that because things have been slow during this time that our fall will be even busier than normal hopefully um, and I think what we do is really important because it um, you know it just gives these artists an opportunity that they might not have otherwise and um, I really hope that everyone you know comes out of this like <laughs> in a prosperous way that they can uh, re rebound from having a slow few months. Um, hopefully everyone is, you know, cooking all their meals at home, except supporting local restaurants when they can with takeout. But, um, you know, maybe you're saving a little money right now from cooking more. So hopefully you can spend that with our vendors later in the fall. Can you tell us more about the event you're planning in the fall? 
Any more information on that? We're and we'll go ahead. Or September. <laughs> we have a, an event in September um, that'll be at the Yarab Temple, which is the Shriners um, location that's on Ponce. Um, and it's September. I don't know the date. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but it'll have about 65 vendors. Um, so some local food vendors as well as um, handcrafted and vintage. Um, and that venue is a lot of fun. It's just fun to see the inside of a historic building. Um, and then we'll head into the holiday season. So we'll have our large two-day event in November, which is our biggest event of the year. And then a smaller um, smaller but not small um event in december as well so um there'll be plenty of opportunity for shopping at that time great yeah that's wonderful well we look forward to it it's always been uh, fun to attend in the past and uh, missing all these in-person interactions right now so we wanted to just check in with both of you. We covered a lot about your story, but is there anything else right now you want to add? Otherwise, we want to go to uh, David and Dexter and Eugene to see what they're curious about. So first, um, Shannon and Christy, anything else you want to add to wrap us up? I don't think so. Yeah, I think that's all. Thank you. <laughs> okay, David, I'm going to unmute you, or you can do it. Let's see. Yeah. We're both hitting the button at the same time. <laughs> so during this period, you mentioned that you guys are doing a lot of uh, meetings, uh, uh, video meetings right now. Are you, are you sort of like um, uh, uh, featuring your artists that you have in like each one of your meetings, I take it? Right now, we've been kind of focused on friends that have skills um, that might come in handy while you're stuck at home. Okay. Um, so, like the trimming, trimming your bangs and cooking okay. from the food left at your house. But we definitely, it's been a lot of fun. This is new territory for us. Um, and I've really enjoyed it. I hope Shannon has too. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I think, you know, that would definitely be kind of the future of it. I'm just hoping that we'll continue. and we can feature, you know, a lot of different artists around town. What are your, obviously you're at the front for a lot of artists that do what they do. Um, what are the top maybe three artists that you see that, that, that you, that you guys have with you most of the time? Hmm. What do you think, Shannon? <laughs> but I mean, time out. There's a lot of great artists out there. They're really fantastic. But what are the more memorable ones when, when you think about all your artists that you work with? So I will say that last year, so we, we work with a potter from Mississippi. His name is Vixen Sullivan. And um, at the end of our, um, what was our spring festival, wasn't it, Christy? Was our spring I think festival? So. Fall, I think it was our September one last year. Okay. Our September festival, um, Vixen Sullivan presented Christy and I with these handmade mugs celebrating our 15 years of being in business. And they were so beautiful. Um, I have mine here. I'm going to share it. <laughs> so they're super ornate. And it says arts, craft, service. 
So they're really beautiful. He also had all of the vendors at the show sign a card for us. So. Oh, wow. I, it, even says it on, even says it on the back. That's really nice. It does. It does. It's it's oh, yes. The I started ATL. crying, of course, when he presented it to us. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I mean what's I so special? Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was, I was just sharing. What's so special is you have just wonderful relationship with the, with the vendors, with the artists, and you let them express their creativity, their individualness, and then it becomes part of a collective experience. And that's what I find personally very beautiful about what you do. Oh, thank you. <laughs> how, how, do you how do you find your artists when you, or how do they find you? Or do you have any, do you, how do you find the artists in general? Word of mouth at this point, I think we have a reputation. Uh, when we first got started 15 years ago, um, Christy and I were both um, making things and selling things and we were doing shows all around the country. So we got the word out that way. We made friends in um, Brooklyn and um, in Texas and Chicago and DC. And so the word spread that we were offering a market in Atlanta. So I find that it's word of mouth. What do you think, Christy? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, we try to have a great social media presence as well. Um, but it's, yeah, like just the collective 15 years at this point. Um, and, and getting, you know, we also, we try to attend events and, you know, if I see someone whose stuff I really like, I'll give them my card and ask them to apply. Um, but yeah, I think at this point it's it's mostly word of mouth. <laughs> okay, and so it's really nice because really it really sounds like you you create a good a connection with all your artists that you're that you're working with. Okay. Yeah, sometimes I wish we could just hang out with them. <laughs> it's like the event day is um, it's a lot of hard work, and it's you know we get started at like six a.m. sometimes earlier, um, and then we don't get out of there until you know, 8 p.m. or whatever. Um, but I love our vendors. And yeah, I wish sometimes we could just hang out with them. <laughs> so I, I'm going to ask sort of a, an interesting question is, so when you do one of your events, can you sort of give us an overall view of how does your, how, how does your day start out in this type of situation? Hmm. Well, as Christy said, our day starts early. So when we are at the Yarab Temple, um, we usually get there around 6 a.m. and we have to start marking off the booth space, all the spaces. So if we have, you know, 65 vendors, we have to lay out the entire room and mark out all of those booth spaces. So that's how we start the day. Numbering, creating a grid. It's actually very satisfying when you're tired <laughs> to, uh, to just see that come, come into fruition. Um, our motivating factor is that at, um, I think it's 8.45, Java Jive opens up the phone line to take breakfast orders. <laughs> and we are always ready to place our order as soon as that happens and we go pick it up. One of us goes to pick it up. So that's like, I know I'm going to have some gingerbread waffles once we're done measuring everything off. That's something to look forward to. <laughs> And then the vendors start arriving um, around 7.30. So we have okay. 7 or 7.30. So we have about an hour, hour and a half before they arrive. Okay. Um, and we have it all um, 
organized where they come in batches um, so it doesn't get too, we don't have too much of a traffic jam. But a lot of them are, you know, serious pros at this point. And, um, you know, they're very efficient. They have their, their process for moving in. Um, and they, they get it done and make everything look great. Yeah, it's fun to hear the behind the scenes. You know, people show up, you go to your this amazing craft show experience, but all the work that goes in but to make it happen is huge. Thank you, David, for these wonderful questions. And now I want to jump to you, Jean, who has a question or two to ask of the both of you. Yes, hi, I'm Eugene, and I had a couple of questions. One is, how does your festival or your uh, event relate to some of the larger events in Atlanta that are focused on arts and crafts. So I'm thinking of like maybe the Inman Park Festival or Chastain Arts Festival. Are there, do you see sort of like artists going to multiple events throughout the year or do you try to attract, you know, vendors who may not be able to afford some of these larger events who come to your festival? So I'm curious about that. Um, I mean, we hope that um, our artists can make if not a full-time living, at least a partial living from their arts. Um, and so we feel that we're, you know, a, a part of a bigger picture. We hope that they're doing um, all of these festivals, all the ones that they want to. Um, we do have, most of those events are um, organized by a neighborhood or some other nonprofit organization. And they are um, like a, fun, a major fundraiser for the neighborhood or some right. of them, you know, are for a park. Um, so it's sort of a slightly different setup and that they're probably not um, paying, you know, for a venue the way that we are, um, but they're raising money to make improvements to their neighborhood. Um, but it, yeah, we hope that our vendors are, are doing all of them. Um, but we do have a, we've, it's maybe not as dramatic as it was when we first got started, but we do have um, kind of a different aesthetic. Um, and it's basically just solely based on like what Shannon and I like, to be quite honest. <laughs> um, so our show is actually um, curated by the two of us. Um, and we, you know, there'll be times where we have to sadly like turn someone down, even though we think what they've made is really nice and it's um, obviously well-made, but it doesn't fit the show. And there have been times where we've made a mistake and let someone in that didn't fit the show, but we thought, you know, their stuff was well-made um, and they actually didn't do well at our event. So we've had to learn the lesson that like our audience is basically they come to see what we've presented um, as our aesthetic. I hope that makes sense. Um. <laughs> no, that's actually really interesting, this curatorial aspect of, of your selection process. Like, hey, we're not gonna just take anybody who's willing, who's applying, we're gonna actually be kind of selective about this process. That's really, it's really interesting and actually kind of uh, resonates with me personally. Um, another question I had was I saw on your social media you highlighted the sewing of masks initiatives for hospitals. I was curious if you could share more about how that went and if you're doing anything uh, to continue doing that because uh, from my observation, I think Georgia hospitals right now are actually preparing for maybe an, uh, a rise in some of these cases. And so just wanted to see your perspective on that. 
where, where you guys stand on, on this initiative? So I, I actually posted that just to help get the word out. We're, um, we're not um, part of the people that are organizing that, okay. um, but we're good friends with the people at Top Stitch, which is the sewing lounge that's at Pont City Market. Um, and they have been um, cranking out the masks <laughs> as fast <laughs> as they could and have also been um, part of the group that's organizing all of it. So it's, um, I know it's a really intricate process and um, the gathering and then the delivery and making sure everything is done in a proper way. Um, but I, yeah, I think it's really um, important and amazing that so many people are participating in making masks. Um, and it's, it's such a great way to use creative skills right now, for sure. And it's also a testament to the crafty scene in Atlanta. You know, as soon as as soon as it was expressed that there was a need for masks, you know, all the seamstresses and seamsters like came together and started producing. So it's been really powerful and uplifting to see that. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we couldn't agree more. Well, thank you both. I have um, one question though, I just thought of it. Okay, Dad. Can you think of <laughs> one artist that started out with you that maybe you had some questions about then all of a sudden, they just developed into one of your favorite artists out there that's really su successful? Hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't say I was questioning of her, but um, one of my favorites um, is our friend, um, Leela, who, um, she, sorry, I'm looking up, she just changed the name of her business. So I was looking up the name. She used to be Native Bear and her business is now called the Rainbow Vision. Um, and I, I didn't question it. I actually loved her stuff from the beginning, but she's someone that we kind of, um, I think she did our shows very early on in her career. And um, she has a really huge following now. Um, so it's been cool to see uh, she actually has more followers on Instagram than we do. So I just looked that up. We have 18,000 and she has 22.5,000. So I think that's, um, <laughs> she's doing an awesome job. Um, she does mostly um, items that she's illustrated. And it's been cool just to watch the progression of um, someone who's able to devote the time to their craft I'm sometimes slightly jealous because Shannon and I spend so much time organizing that we don't have time for making <laughs> so much anymore, which was, you know, our original intent was to have a show where we could sell things that we made. Um, but the making is now kind of a hobby um, as opposed to being my primary thing. But yeah, she's one that I've really enjoyed watching her career and see how things have progressed. Can, what do you think, Shannon? Who's someone else? Well, similarly, Susie from Beautiful Briny Sea popped into my mind. So she, we were her first show in Atlanta. I don't know if you guys are familiar. Yeah. Briny Sea. Um, so we were her very first show. And she shared a table um, with her sister-in-law. So she had just this little setup of salts. And now she runs a salt factory out of Grant Park and sells all over the world. So... <laughs> That is really amazing. Where's she at the Mart? Yeah, there? we did a story on America's Mart, and yeah. she was there showcasing, and we got some amazing samples and learned her story. And her her packaging is beautiful, mm -hmm. which 
makes it art. <laughs> art is food. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, does Dexter have any questions? Yes, Dexter is uh, off camera, golden retriever for those tuning in. Um, but I think David channeled all of his questions very well. <laughs> Well, thank you all so much. It was great to have our first studio audience experience and a conversation with both of you. And we wish you all the best and lots of luck during this uncertain time. And we can't all wait to go and check out the market in the fall, hopefully knock on wood when we're all back and gathering. So thank you all so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. Thank you. Good night. Good night. <laughs>